We protect our home from physical intruders, but how much more should we protect it against spiritual intruders? Hey, my friend Chris Reese here, bringing you biblical solutions to life's tough challenges. And today we are talking about how to cleanse your house from demonic forces. We guard our homes against physical thieves, but are you taking measures to guard your home from demonic thieves? Demons are spiritual burglars, and there is a danger that the enemy is going to bring through your home. And if you are not guarding it, your front door is wide open for demonic forces to enter. And demons may not be able to possess you if you are a born-again believer, but they can enter in through objects, which then could influence and infect your life and the life of your family. Ephesians 4.27 says, give no place for the devil. This means that we don't let him in our front door, back door, side window, or even a crack in the foundation. And the enemy is always plotting and strategizing to get into you. And he would love nothing more than to infect the very place where you should feel safe, secure, and sane. Like Adam, we are called to guard and protect our environment. But unfortunately, Adam didn't take dominion over that snake, and the rest is history. And demons can attach themselves to objects. Did you know that? Their first preference is human bodies, then they're going to settle for animals. But if neither are available, they can attach themselves to objects. And once attached to an object, these demons eagerly await an open door to attach themselves to a person. Yes, someone living in your house, even if they don't realize it. And God never gives us a pass for ignorance. There are rules in the spirit realm, and God is clear on how we can remain holy and keep demonic forces from infiltrating our lives. So I want you to join with me in Deuteronomy 7, starting in verse 25. And it says this, You shall burn the carved images of their gods with fire. You shall not covet the silver or gold that is on them, nor take it for yourselves, lest you be snared by it. For it is an abomination to the Lord your God, nor shall you bring an abomination into your house, lest you be doomed to destruction like it. You shall utterly detest it and utterly abhor it, for it is an accursed thing. Many Christians have brought idols and other works of evil into their homes without even realizing the harm and the curse that could potentially come with it. So let's talk today about some things that you're going to need to remove from your house immediately if you want to cleanse it from demonic influence. Number one is entertainment. Think about the first part of that word, entertainment. It's enter. That means we are opening ourselves up for things to enter into us. Think about this for a second. When you sit down to a movie, you are open to receiving what that movie produces, whether it's fear or romance, belief, horror, entertainment. Uh, entertainment encompasses everything from music to movies, from books to video games. Nothing is off limits for demons. And you'll want to be careful not to have that entertainment that represents or glorifies Satan in your house. Horror, violence, perversion, lust, sin, pornography, and yes, my friends, that includes romance novels, witchcraft, and magic. But you also want to be careful not to allow entertainment into your home even just from known artists that have a history of a connection with Satan. 
So for example, you could have a particular uh, music artist or uh, television producer that is, that is known for their demonic and evil practices, but that movie or that book in and of itself may not be. You still want to cut that off. You see, that specific content may not be satanic, but it is an open door to accepting future entertainment from this person. Pokemon, Harry Potter, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. My friends, these are not innocent. They are portals to the uh, demonic. So number one is entertainment. Number two is the occult. Anything that seeks wisdom from anyone or anything other than the true and living God is demonic. <laughs> I feel like I just really want to drive this one home. Tarot cards, psychics, astrology, uh, horoscopes, uh, my friend, you name it. You're not a Gemini. You are a child of the Most High God. Ouija boards, birthday books, horoscopes, crystals. I feel like I can do an entire teaching on how crystals are demonic. Why do you want to hear or receive from anything that comes from the devil? We want to hear from the one true living God. Number three is decorative items. <laughs> it is amazing how easily the demonic becomes mainstream. Some of my favorite furniture stores all have crystals as decorative items. Dream catchers. These have now become decorative items. My friends, these are not pretty. They are demonic. They come from occult practices. Statues, gargoyles, Buddhas, or Eastern religion items, the Virgin Mary, yes, even crosses that you are serving as an idol. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the cross or even a statue of the Virgin Mary, but my friend, if you are worshiping these, if you are looking to these items, they are now representations of idols and they are demonic. So watch out also for artifacts from other countries as you have no idea what they represent or what they have been used for and how many demons they may be carrying. Even decorative um, night creatures uh, like snakes, owls, frogs, some of these can actually be demonic in nature and these can even include clothing. Growing up, my family didn't have a lot of money, so it took me a lot to earn some money and save up for something that I wanted, and I loved clothes. And we had a flea market that was right up the street from my house, and I would walk around it every weekend, and I would dream of what I would buy if I had the money. Well, one day, I had some money, and it was burning a hole in my pocket, my friend. So I went to our flea market and I went right to the t-shirt printing booth. And maybe if some of you are around my age, you remember those t-shirt printing booths and their selection, unfortunately, was slim. But I was not walking out without a purchase. So I pointed to a decal on the wall, top right, second one in, and I waited patiently for my brand new t-shirt. And I adorned it immediately. I did. I ran right into the, the ladies' room and I put my new shirt on. I was so happy. And when I walked into the door of my house, my stepfather saw my shirt and he said, take it off. Now, I'm not talking about an inappropriate one, but my shirt said, I believe in ACDC. 
I'm actually embarrassed at this moment to say this. He immediately had me go take that off. Now, for those of you who may be unfamiliar, ACDC was a Satanistic rock band in the 80s. But I didn't know that. I didn't even care. I was devastated. I had worked so hard for that money, and in the blink of an eye, my money was gone and my new shirt was gone. The 11-year-old me was furious, but the adult me completely understands why he would do that. It was vile. I don't believe in ACDC. I believe in the one true living God. Sometimes these demons will get in via clothing. Number four, anything, anything new age. Get rid of it. It's got to go. It's not hip. It's not cool. My friend, it is demonic. Books, trinkets, symbols, sage, anything that represents the new age, just get rid of it. I can do an entire teaching on this. And my friend, if you are interested in learning more about how the new age is seeping in to Christianity and how it's actually causing demonic influence, please let me know in the comments below because I would love to teach more on this if you're interested. And number five, I'm going to start to get a lot of pushback on this one, but here it is, Halloween paraphernalia. Costumes, decorations, you name it, they all gotta go. My friend, as a blood-bought child of God, you have no place celebrating an evil and satanic holiday. And what's more important, your kid's candy or their soul? Number six, another one you're likely not gonna like and I'm gonna get some pushback on, is yoga. Yoga has its roots in Eastern religion. Its poses are meant to open you up to the spirit realm. It doesn't matter if you call it Christian yoga and play Christian music. My friend, you're being deceived and Satan loves it. Look, there's nothing wrong with stretching. Yes, please do stretch, but yoga, you're gonna be wise to stop and get rid of any yoga power, power, paraphernalia from your house. Number seven, symbols. Anything that pr promotes secret societies should be removed. Celtic symbols, zodiac symbols, Freemason symbols, uh, Santeria symbols, even peace signs. Did you know that peace signs actually mock the crucifixion of Jesus? My friend, get rid of them. Do not give place for the devil. And number eight, gifts from past relationships. So hold on here. This is a little bit of a fine line that we're walking here. So the gifts from past relationships I'm talking about are especially toxic ones. I'm not saying that all gifts have to go simply because they are from an ex, but if this gift causes you to think of this person in an inappropriate way, uh, whether it's a desire to still be with them, a pining or a longing, or maybe it's even a hatred, it's gotta go. By keeping it, you keep the emotional and mental tie with this person. I'm not talking about a soul tie. Those are not biblical. But if you're keeping that emotional and mental connection going, you are keeping that alive. My friend, I want to encourage you, free yourself. Number nine, accursed items. Accursed items are things that are not obviously demonic. In fact, they may be perfectly fine items, but they are cursed. And this would... 
this you would learn to know by way of the Holy Spirit. So if God is telling you to get rid of something and you ignored it, my friend, you're sinning and you're opening the door for demons. This may include a family heirloom. Uh, James 4.17 says, if anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. So sometimes we don't understand why an item has to go. I mean, I, I've had God tell me as I went through my house in the past, um, he looked at, there was this um, stuffed animal that my daughter had in her room and he told me to get rid of it. It made absolutely no sense. It was absolutely adorable, uh, but I got rid of it. I have no idea what it was or why it was. My friend, I would encourage you, just get rid of it. And number 10, whatever else the Holy Spirit illuminates. This may not make sense to you, like that stuffed animal or my t-shirt when I was 11 years old, but you would be wise to get rid of it. I remember uh, one time I was also going through my jewelry box and I sensed the need to throw away this ring that I had been given. It didn't make sense to me. I never, uh, I never wore it. It was costly. So at that point I ignored it and it happened again a while later and I ignored it again thinking I... Uh, I, I knew the perfect person that I could give this to, but I couldn't, and I sensed it again. And at that time, I repented for having ignored God, and I just threw the ring in the trash. Yeah, it was pretty valuable, but being obedient to God comes before any cost, any sentimental item. It doesn't matter, my friend, even when it doesn't make sense. I'm allowed to cut my hair, but Samson wasn't. I'm allowed to dress nicely, but John the Baptist wasn't. Don't worry about the why, just obey. So yes, get rid of anything that represents evil. Objects, music, TV, shows, movies, gifts from people that you're done with, get rid of it. But that's only part of the process. Yes, I want you to go through your house with a fine tooth comb and look for anything that could be an offense to God. When in doubt, throw it out. I get it, it might be expensive, it may hold sentimental value, but that's the choice that you are going to have to make, my friend, if you want to live free. So here's a question that comes often. Do I get rid of items that don't belong to me? Well, the answer is yes and no, but mostly no. If these things belong to members of your family that don't yet understand that evil is involved, we should bind the power of Satan that would come through that object. Ask God to bring that family member into the knowledge of light. However, I would not go throwing away their stuff without their permission. On the other hand, if children are involved, we must use the authority that God has given us as parents and refuse to allow them to bring evil into the house, regardless of whether they understand or not. Of course, we should pray before attempting to rid their rooms of evil things. And if children are old enough, we should speak to them about what we are doing so they can really understand. Because it's not just a matter of us overriding them. Now you want to raise your children to begin to recognize these demonic possibilities and open doors so they can now close them themselves in the future. However, if they are not willing to part with these things, you do need to go ahead and just see to it that these items are removed. Psalm 101.3 says, I will set no wicked thing before my eyes. I hate the work of them that turn aside. It shall not cleave to me. So now that we talked about the items in your house that need to go, let's talk about the steps to spiritually cleanse your house and rid it of all demonic influence. So number one, 
You're going to purge the demonic items from your home. In Acts 19, 19, many believed on the Lord, and it tells us also many of those who had practiced uh, magic brought their books together and burned them in the sight of all. And they counted up the value of them all, and it totaled 50,000 pieces of silver. Get rid of those items. Number two, confess your sins. My friend, you're going to want to close every door to the enemy. And this isn't the time to start justifying your behaviors. If you have to get right with God, my friend, do it and do it now. While you are confessing, I want you to renounce any involvement in any sinful, wicked, ungodly behavior. Step number three is to cleanse your house. In Luke 10, 19, Jesus reminds us that I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy and nothing will harm you. My friend, this is your home. You have the authority to tell Satan and his demons that they have to leave. So in this part, you are going to cast out, invite in, and anoint your house. Here's what that looks like. I want you to get yourself some anointing oil. If you don't have any anointing oil, um, you know, certain places, you can actually buy separate anointing oil. If you don't happen, happen to have any, just grab some olive oil, separate some out a little bit, and then consecrate it. Consecrating it by saying, Lord, I consecrate this oil for you, Lord, for your service. This belongs to you, God. Then I want you to take that oil and go throughout each and every room of your house and anoint those rooms. I typically anoint the doorposts. I kind of do like a sign of a cross. It's This is not legalistic or ritualistic. It's nothing like, for me, it's just symbolic. Um, go about your house and put this oil on the doorposts and claim this space for the Holy Spirit. And as you're walking around, do this in every room, invite the Holy Spirit in, tell Satan in the mighty name of Jesus, I cast out every one of you foul spirits. So one, we're going to cast out every single one of you foul spirits. You have to go. You are no longer welcome in this house. Holy Spirit, I invite you to dwell here. Tell the Holy Spirit that he is welcome in your house and your house is set apart for him. My friend, do this in every room. Here's what it might look like. In the name of Jesus Christ, my Lord, I command every spirit operating in this home that is foul to leave now. You have no place here. Holy Spirit, come and fill this home with your presence. May your presence overtake our home and the lives of each person in here. I devote this room and this house to you, Lord Jesus. My friend, I want to encourage you to do this in each and every room. So what you'll find is that the Holy Spirit will begin to take over as you're doing this. In the process, you may also find the Holy Spirit is leading you to purge more items. You may even find, in your, you may even find yourself experiencing deliverance yourself from demonic spirits. spirits. Um, I've even anointed my children and my husband's pillows. So when you're finished, spend time in praise and worship and glorify the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And my friend, watch that atmosphere change. I'm reminded of John 17, 15, when it says, my prayer is not that you take them out of this world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. Sanctify them by the truth 
Your word is truth. My friend, I want to pray with you. I want to pray that you will be open to getting rid of anything that is inviting the devil, his demons, demonic influence, torment, anything into your home that does not belong. So Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, whatever you hate, we want to hate. Lord, whatever you love, we love. Please bring restoration. Lord, forgive me for allowing these foul objects into my home. Lord, please forgive me for giving any foothold and any place to the devil. Lord, help me to close the door of my house, close the door of my mind, and close the door of my heart to any demonic and satanic influence. Father, like your word says in Romans 12 too, I do not want to be conformed to the ways of this world, but I want to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. So Holy Spirit, come and have your way in my heart and in my home. We declare you King of Kings and Lord of Lords. If you agree with me, my friend, can you say amen? Well, if you are struggling in your faith or you want to grow in your faith, I want to invite you to join us for a free five-day mountain-moving faith devotional. This is my free gift to you because I believe that you too have mountain-moving faith on the inside of you. So I'll go ahead and include a link in the description section below. Go ahead and sign up for this devotional. It'll get sent right to your inbox. Okay, my friend, that's all the time that we have for today. Until next time, remember... All things are possible with God.